You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. We're going to be South Side regardless. Chicago, come to the South Side. Let's pass the island. With your South Siders, Shane Reardon and Gabe Ramirez. We're excited. It's going to be a good time. Go White Side. Picking up where we left off, saying. Yeah, exactly where we left off. And and, I, and thank you, everybody that doesn't listen to the, the Southsiders podcast from Odyssey and 670 The Score. This is another episode of your favorite baseball podcast, your mother's favorite baseball podcast, your father's favorite baseball podcast, and definitely not our favorite baseball podcast. I hate doing this so much. And for some reason, Gabe, today is the first day I've realized that baseball is boring as shit. Oh, just now? I, I, I felt like I labored through that entire game today. Yeah, it was it was boring. And the way for it to end the way that it did, but you know what it is? It's like our our lack of enthusiasm for this podcast has aligned with the extremely poor performance of the White yeah. Sox as they've fallen off the plank. Yeah. It's like so have we. We're like, you know what? This team's quitting. We're quitting too. We don't we don't we don't we don't want to sit here and give you guys a podcast about our optimism for this team or just trashing this team for the whole episode. And, and, and it, just like the White Sox are there out of obligation because it's their job and they're paid to do it. We're here out of obligation, but we don't get paid to do it. Yeah. I'm Lori Garcia right now. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. All right. Well, this is the South Siders podcast. I'm Shane Reardon. It's Gabe Ramirez. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Chicago Gabe, myself at Shane underscore Reardon. Um, the White Sox were just swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks. And if you, hadn't already jumped off the bandwagon or whatever wagon you were on, like you're off the wagon now. This has been an embarrassing display of baseball at a time where the expectations for this team were through the fucking roof, through the roof, and they're embarrassing. Yeah, I uh, I definitely was one of those people that was like, uh, you know, I'm like, like my co-host on the BetQL app, he's a, uh, He's like, dude, but socks plus two thirty plus the to win it. I'm like, dude, please, can you just stop? Can we not talk about this on this on this particular show? Can we not do this? And then finally, yesterday, he's like, Gabe, what's up, man? What's up with your guys? I thought they were gonna win. And I was like, dude, if you don't shut the, if you don't shut up right now, or that's this is not the conversation you want to be having with me right now. In 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 real life, it's it's beyond frustrating. Is 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 what it is, and it's almost like they keep slapping you in the face. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like I got slapped in the face today. Yeah, it's 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 the been the the consistent theme all season is that, that they just can't score runs, right? Like, imagine not being able to score more than two runs for Dylan Cease. You've got a top five American League Cy Young, top three American League Cy Young candidate, and it, it, that's all, like he's out now. There's no chance. Even though I saw Justin Verlander left the game today with uh, calf strain or, or tightness in his calf or something, but this team. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answers anymore. I don't know if I've ever known an answer, but just 
the money allocated where it was allocated and the inability to stay even the slightest bit healthy. Like, let's talk about the whole, because we haven't recorded in a while, like, like we said, but Luis Robert and his wrist injury after he was stealing second base and was tagged hard and hurt the wrist. Tony kept throwing him out there anyway, even though Robert said, you know, I'm hurting. It hurts to do anything. And then he grounded into those two double plays. And then that's when we got the I'm hurting quotes. And then the next day, Tony says, oh, well, you know what? Just better off to just keep putting them out there. But then the juxtaposition of that compared to like Andrew Vaughn's got tired legs. Eloy's got tired legs. And since they do have those tired legs, they can only play one one time every two fucking weeks. But Luis Robert is actually hurt and has a legitimate ligament pain in his wrist. And he gets thrown out there anyway, and he just doubles over and grounds into two double plays. Like, which yeah. one is it here with Tony? I, I'm just, I'm, I've never wanted an off season more. Like, I, I've never wanted a season to be over, and for whatever decisions that are going to be made about the future of this team, I want them to be made. Yeah, it's like, all right, we get it. We're not making the playoffs. <laughs> just please shut off the season. Like, like don't make, don't, don't make me watch this anymore. Playoff tickets, like. The reason I get the season ticket package is to have the opportunity to pay face value for playoff. Yeah. I'm not even going to put the money down. Right. And, 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 week for no reason. And, 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 and you know what's going to happen, Shane. They're going to win. They're going to go on some stupid win streak and get themselves close enough, like two games out. And they're going to suck you back in for the last two series of the season. No. And, and you're, you're, that's, what, that's what we're going to say. We're going to say no, but we're going to be watching at, on the, at the side of our eye. And then uh, – it just, it's just, it sucks because I feel like, like I'm the one being made a fool, like in in this situation. That's the worst part about this whole thing is that you then, as the White Sox fan, are the fool in this situation. It's it it, it passes from Tony Larusa, it passes from the players onto the fan base that is sitting there wholeheartedly believing in them for this far into the season. You know what I mean? That to me is the frustrating part. But just like you said, it's like you can't even battle for Dylan Cease. So it's not. It's one thing you can't battle for yourself. Fine, can't get some RBIs, can't score so much. But bro, Dylan sees. Like, do you not love the guy? Like, do you not want to play? Like, if you can't play hard for him, it's just man. It's like what? What? Like, nothing's gonna get you up. Nothing. And we talked. We talked about this from the beginning, in regards to Tony Larusa being fired and what could get these guys up. And clearly, nothing's worked. Tony being there hasn't worked. I'm not saying that Tony Larusa being fired would have, but geez, if, you know. So, but so, sometimes you need something like that to inject a little bit of life into your team. Like, hey, you need the front office to say, we know that you guys are better than this. And the logical reason for things not going the way they were supposed to go is not enough fire in your dugout. And let me, as the general manager or the person in charge, give you as many tools as possible to succeed. And right now, they need a hammer, but they've got a rubber mallet, if that makes any sense at all. And Tony LaRusso is the rubber mallet. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a pain in the butt because clearly it's just not it's just not working. And the problem is it would it would then mean that they would have to admit that they were wrong, and it's whatever is going on in Chicago sports, but they don't like firing people midseason because they they got too much pride on their hands. It's like the issue right there in itself. But I, I look at this team and I'm like, you know what? The Guardians got what like a sixty something million dollar payroll. It's like, like yeah. you know, and they're just. <laughs> It's not like it's a good division. Like you could have been just a little above average and you'd be all right. And, and the, the Sox can't even play to that level. That's the most frustrating part. Like, it's not like you're losing to a team that's going to win 94 games. 
you're not losing in a division where it's a three-team race and everybody's just playing well above 500 baseball. It's like, you suck. You Everybody in this division sucks. Yep. And you can't even put some games together. You can't even suck a little less. You just, you just flat out suck. Are you starting to feel any regret yet for the early extensions of the young core, whether it be Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez? Do you feel any regret as a fan? If, if, or if you were Rick, would you feel any regret for extending those guys as early as you did? Where it, a, on one side, it's it's smart, right? Yeah, to that, where, that's a great question, Shane, because I, I think I'm always looking at the psychological side of it. And shit, I know when I got some money, finally, I was like, Hey, I'm good. <laughs> like I'm, I'm yeah. gonna be all right. Like my grind definitely wasn't the same once I got some money, you know. And I think yeah. with not saying that that's what happened in this particular situation, but you could, or you could argue it, right? You could, you could question it. Uh, you're okay. No, well, I'm not okay. I just finished watching the White Sox get swept by the. Arizona Did she just Dodgers. ask you if you're okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like in, in that situation, you, you ask yourself, all right you thought it was a great business decision to lock these guys up for a nominal fee. But what you also gave them was a level of complacency by doing so. They are no longer vying for that contract. They're, they're, they're living good. This is the first time they're getting that, that type of money. And I mean, we see it all over sports, right, Shane? We see it all. It's not just baseball. It's not just the White Sox. There's a ton of guys, Eddie Jackson, a ton of guys that, that got the money and then no longer played up to the level or had the same type of hunger. And, and you could definitely argue that that could be the case in Chicago. What what would you say to that? Would you argue that same point or, or do you feel like that's a load of shit? Well, I mean, yeah, in, in that light that you never know what a guy's going to do after he gets his first real payday, right? Um, so I don't know if there's regret for me. There won't be regret until this window is closed and it and it closed without any championships, right? So I, I can't really – I can't feel regret yet. I'm disappointed but it's not like the, the history of how Jerry Reinsdorf spends. It, it, it's not like he would have used that money on big time free agents anyway. Right. Like he's allocating this year to Vince Velasquez, Larry Garcia, and Joe Kelly, $37.5 million, right? For those three guys for one year. How much did Bryce Harper cost? Less than yeah. that per year. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data wasabi another boston-based championship team hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I guess just it's. I don't know if it's a Rick thing because, like, I know I probably defend Rick more than I should, and I, I defend him more than definitely a lot of other. You guys are besties, dude. It's okay to to ride <laughs> or doctor your best. It's just like <laughs> I don't know if if Rick if Rick knows how to find talent. I don't know if Rick knows that, hey, I know Larry Garcia hit that homer in the playoff, uh, the playoffs last year, the one homer, um, but this ain't it. Like, I don't know what Rick thinks about Larry Garcia because I think in reality, he's the one giving him the three-year $17 million deal. He's the one doing it. It's not Jerry. It's not Ken. Rick is the one giving that kind of extension. So, when I think about it that way, I can't have actual regret until the window is closed and you don't have a championship. But that being said, somebody like Yuan Moncada, I want to get you the exact numbers real, real quick um, because he's got two years left on the deal and the money escalates big time. Uh, $17 million next year and $24 million the year after. Yuan Moncada is currently a .2 war player this year. He has a negative 12.80 war. He is worth negative 12.8 wins above replacement on offense. Yeah. What kind of, what, what, if the guy's going to get 17 million next year and 24 million the year after. Yeah. I mean, I think, in the, I think that that's where you're, you say to yourself as a team, you're going to have some guys with some bad contracts. And yeah. how can you fix that, right? And yeah. does that mean getting a, a solid third baseman so that that way you all moves to second and you fix your issue there? It's going to be interesting to see, I mean, it, what what the organization does. And, and I know there's talks of, like, changeover, but, like, do you think it's going to go that far up? Do you think it's, well, like, going to be a Rick Hahn changeover? Or do you think that's it's just That's what I wanted to hit with you next. The White Sox are incredibly high on Chris Getz. They were as a player. Um, they are now as an assistant GM and the creator of their, their project, Project Birmingham at the AA level. For the last six weeks of the season, they bumped up all of their high-quality single-A talent, and they're letting them play the last six weeks of the season at Birmingham. They're instituting a ton of different technological and and, um, and baseball research-type programs there in Birmingham where you have your best talent and where you're playing against the other team's best talent. Chris Getz did that all by himself. Chris Getz is the one evaluating the majority of this talent. There's two options, though. Like, Chris Getz is from... Detroit from Michigan. He went to Michigan. He played there. The Tigers GM job is open. I could see Chris Getz either getting that job or leveraging that job to stay with the White Sox in a higher, higher level where they bump him up into the Rick Hahn role and bump Rick up into the Kenny role. Like I don't think Rick is a, a, a talent evaluator, a t- talent evaluator anyway. Yeah, I mean it's always good to have a baseball guy in that that situation. I uh, I've been watching. On Amazon Prime, it's a documentary about Bayern Munich. I know you don't fuck with soccer like that, but not at all, no. Yeah, but it's really but cool. Like they, talk about, they talk about the business side of the team. They talk about the organization as a whole and how they've grown to be like this national powerhouse. And something that they live by is all their managers and like personnel, they're all former players. And they did that because they want the players that were there to build and continue to add to the, to the, to the future of the team by, by showcasing and highlighting what wasn't there so they could fix it. And I, I wonder if that, like, you know, with Chris gets somebody like that, that 
that's what you need. Just someone that cares a little bit more. That's why Ozzy was a lot of fun to have there. That's why Robin was fun to have there because it was guys that were part of the organization that love the team a little bit more than a regular person does. And obviously Tony has his history, but I don't think he's wearing a White Sox cap, you know, around the, around, uh, around the streets if he's not managing this team. So I don't know. I think that would be, that'd be good. Just getting some more people that care, man. I think that's the issue with the team itself. I mean, even guys out there right now, I don't it seems harsh to say something like that, right, Shane? Like, yeah, these guys don't fucking care. But that's what yeah, it I mean, it seems like. harsh, but that's what they that's what they show. Yeah, that's what it feels. They like. don't show that they care. They don't show that they care. And I, I'm I'm with you uh, when it comes to former players of the organization putting more effort into things. But sometimes it's just got to be the right man for the job, right? Like even in the the situation where Tony was hired, it wasn't a former player that would have been the right situation for that job. It would have been AJ Hinch. You know, they would have right. hired A.J. Hinch instead of Tony La Russa. And now people want to talk about A.J. Pruszynski wanting to manage and coming back and filling yeah. that role when Tony's done. But do I, don't I, love, even, I love that, though. I, I love it, too. I love it, too. Okay. But I, I don't even know. I don't I don't think Tony's done. Oh, my God. Please don't say that. What do you mean? I think he's done. It's a three-year like three deal. The organization? It's, it's a three-year deal. I, I don't see a situation where Jerry okays the firing of Tony La Russa at the end of the season. Because he will be able to say, well, your players were hurt all the time. What's Tony supposed to do when, when Eloy's only played 53 games this season? What's what's Tony supposed to do when Yasmani Grandal can't stay healthy? What's if Tony they, supposed they, to do when Tim Anderson has two extended deal? Even more of an embarrassment, though. Like, that, that's just like... Oh, no, dude, I agree with you, but I'm, I'm telling you what how Jerry will justify it. Yeah. That's how Jerry's going to justify keeping Tony around for the length of his contract so he doesn't have to pay him to do nothing. Because Jerry doesn't pay anyone to do nothing. And Jerry's like... As long as they're talking about the White Sox, we're okay. <laughs> Good and, or bad, it doesn't matter. And we've talked in this podcast before about the tax tier system in which Jerry saves a shit ton of money if he keeps attendance below $2 million. Right now, the White Sox are pacing to bring in about 3,000 people under $2 million this year. So Jerry will once again slot in under his, his tax obligations, and he's only going to have to pay – Two dollars and fifty cents on every ticket, as opposed to nine dollars on, on every ticket that was right. sold. You know, it's, so he's like he's like lose these games leading, leading towards the end of the season. Yeah, so man. Guys don't feel the, Shane, don't go to the game. No, Shane, go to the game. Screw this guy. It's, I mean, see, my tickets are already paid for, so they're already counted okay. toward attendance. You know, so it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. But like, I had tickets to today. I didn't even try to get rid of them. I just I just let them sit. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny if you and I did something like that where we made this big stink across chicago to get people to go to the game so that jerry has to pay taxes <laughs> it's money that would be and then, scary. then all of a sudden it's like we got a party every game and it's just people know to go there just like a fuck jerry type of thing that'd be great god damn dude god damn and you know what this was supposed to be it you were five games above 500 uh 10 games ago right five games above 500 10 games ago you had this stretch of easy games against Baltimore, against the Diamondbacks. Get your ass swept by the Diamondbacks. Now you got to face six straight games against divisional opponents, and then you have to go to the fucking West Coast where you never perform and Ever. play three in Seattle and four in Oakland and likely get your ass kicked in all seven of those two. Like, it's – I'm okay. And, and I think tomorrow on Parkinson Spiegel we'll have the official funeral procession of the 2022 Chicago White Sox. I, they, they've been waiting for me to tell them when it's okay to do it. That's and I think – I think it's okay to do it. It's just, it's not fun for me anymore, man. I'm not yeah. having a good time. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the biggest issue is that it was, it was, at least it was like a maybe there was a chance type of feel. 
and even even for the for the diehard fan that saw it but just didn't want to agree with everybody else and then now it's just like you're like uh you guys fucking suck man damn you guys what do you think we kendall graves on today when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What did you think of Kendall Graveman today? I mean, I don't think – I think the bullpen is – I don't know, man. I think we, we speak so highly of the bullpen, but they just – it's like they – they they're just too wishy-washy man they come through but then they don't come through it's not like and i guess that's just bullpen life in major league baseball but when i see a guy like kendall graveman i don't i don't think to myself oh this is a lock and when it came to this when it was two to two you just felt like it was almost like you just felt like the team was gonna let you down not even just graveman so I, i didn't even put a bunch of pressure on him but i didn't necessarily expect him to lock it down so the white Sox could go ahead and you know, <laughs> win this thing in extras or anything like that. So, I mean, what about the uh, the other night when Tony put Vaughn in the leadoff spot? He homered on the first pitch of the game, and then in twenty nine of thirty MLB parks in his third at bat, he would have had a, a second homer. Then the next game, Tony takes him out of the leadoff spot in favor of Romy Gonzalez, and Romy Gonzalez has gone zero for his last twelve. Yeah. What do you think of Romy Gonzalez in the leadoff hole? Yeah, I think Romy Gonzalez needs to leave the team immediately. Him striking out at the end of the game today was just. I mean, there was some bad calls by by Blue. I mean, the second one was like way outside. Yeah, but, so but you have to swing at it though. Yeah, but and that's just it. He just looks like a Deadpool hitter. Like, come on, if he's if he's eating up the outside, slap it to the other side. You've seen Jose Abreu do that. You've seen Tim Anderson do that. You've seen Amaka. Like, you've seen guys do that when they got two strikes or when they're just trying to battle. And that's all you needed in that position. We didn't need you to hit a rocket for a double to, to win the game. I just needed you to get a nice little slap base hit, and yeah. it would have been nice to see that. And then. But whoever that closer was, I forgot his name, but he uh, he, he went up a little bit on the last pitch. He went to like 94. So Ian Kennedy, I, yeah. Ian Kennedy. It's just we shouldn't have been in that position from the beginning, right? It's just we've had some bad luck, some close games. We should be putting way more runs on the board. It's just, come on, it's, 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 that's the frustrating part about the team. You can't fucking score. Yeah, like, they literally they cannot to... score and put some hits together. And and, then, and we're putting the pressure on the lineup. Like if you If you look at the lineup today, it was horrible. It just didn't feel right. Well, yeah, there's no Luis Robert. No Robert, no Moncada, no Eloy, no Grandall, like it, no Tim Anderson. That's good. It's going to look bad. Yeah. It's going to look bad. And God bless his heart, Elvis Andrews has been fucking awesome since he's yeah. since he got over here. He's yeah, been right. exactly what they needed. And let's hope he continues playing second or third if Moncada is going to be out for a while. When TA comes back in a couple weeks, he was taking but, rounders this weekend at the park. Um, but Shane, isn't it funny, though, that like – you got your two veterans 
that that want to play and win in Johnny Cueto and Elvis Andrews. And those are the guys that you've been leaning on, you know, as they get to your team. And they were the ones that wanted to play with you. They're the ones that wanted to play with this Sox team, thinking that they had that same energy and passion. And they themselves are letting down these two vets that they're bringing on a team. I mean, like, like you, you don't even feel bad that these guys are coming in, these vets, and like, hey, this is how you handle business. And and the Sox, like, still almost seem a little green. You know, it's like not learning from, from where you think they would have been calloused from some of those playoff losses and then have a little bit more believability in their team. It's almost like they just didn't have the, – the, they, they don't have that fire. I, like, you – okay, you and I, we lose, we lose the softball championship – we want to go 10 and 0. We want to go undefeated. Every game counts. Every game matters. Every inning, every pitch, every everything. Like, that's the mentality you have to have. And I'm not trying to compare our 16 inch softball league to Major League Baseball, but I'd be happy to do the comparison. Yeah, I, I, I would be happy. The game. We, we, have, we have fun. Like, we go out there, we want to play. We're doing it for free. We're doing it for the love of the goddamn game. We have fun. Doesn't look like they're having fun. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't even want to predict the, the Kansas City series. They look like uh damn, I'm gonna throw some shade. I shouldn't, but they look like WGN radio. Where it's like <laughs> you 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 get backed into the corner mentally, like we're just a third place team. We're we're not good enough to compete with the biggest and best teams. We're good, but we're not that good. And it's like it's like almost like that reality settled in for them. But because even if even if the team had full health, I feel like they still wouldn't like that's not an excuse. I feel like they still wouldn't perform, they no. still wouldn't score runs. No. Yeah, it's time to start having the conversation about who the next manager is, what moves need to be made in the offseason. Are you buying you are you buying start? season tickets next year? <laughs> it depends. If I do, it's going to be because they made a big move. Okay. I, I will not automatically renew. I won't. Okay. And it's it's too bad because I love having them and I love being able to like give tickets to someone who really wants to go and I just have some in my account, you know, and I, I don't, don't want to go. Like I like seeing the joy for other people, but they haven't earned my money again. They just haven't. And I'm yeah. big on doing something in, t- to earn it. And they haven't big showed minutes. me that they want me back. But I know that it sounds so silly in the grand scheme of things that one individual season ticket holder is going to make a difference because I'm not, but it's not enjoyable. But I'm sure you represent a big swath of season ticket holders. They, they yeah, yeah I'm sure they Like they're going to lose, some, they're gonna lose a couple hundred seats for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Without Maybe thousands. Doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, what do you got for the Kansas City series? Or, or more importantly, are you uh, annou- pronouncing them dead officially? I got to be honest, man. I used to like record the games, get home chill out when my kids went to sleep and then watch it and be yeah. happy. And I haven't done that in, man, like a week and a half, Shane. I yeah. gotta be honest. <laughs> like, you, you, so I'm just looking at you're not even watching the game. highlights. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, dude, I'm not I'm, for what, what am I going to yeah. watch this game for? And so, so this Kansas city series, I, I honestly, I'm just trying to emotionally detach myself from this team. Yeah. And not, not be as upset as I've been these last couple of days. So Kansas city, ah, they're going to win one game. That's what they do. So that's what I think. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, it's it's bear season. It's football season. And um, is Kopech coming hate, back? I don't know, man. No yeah. idea. No idea. Gosh. No clue. 
That, that extra yeah, starting that's... pitcher at the trade deadline would look real good right now. This is depressing as shit, and I think it's time we try to get someone else to host this podcast. <laughs> no, you know what we do? We, we change the podcast to something else. And nobody will know, but we just start talking about something else. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, as long as we're putting episodes up, I don't think they give a Two shit. Two episodes a week. We got it, bro. <laughs> we'll talk about some shit. You and I can figure something. We'll just crack the mic and just yeah. <laughs> two angry guys. Yeah. <laughs> Anything but Sox podcast hosted by Shane and Gabe. Uh, <laughs> Afternoon from Sox. Yeah. No, we no, we we we, <laughs> we actually talk about socks. Then we actually get endorsements if we if we actually talk about socks. We buy some socks, we put them on, we like go we, we go do something, we play a game in them, and then we talk about them. <laughs> I don't want to be around anymore. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Southsiders podcast with myself, Shane Reardon and Gabe Ramirez. And thank you to our fill-in producer, Adam Studzinski, for helping us out today. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>